Hey, everybody. Randy and Jason Sklar here from View from the Cheap Seats. And our guest this week is someone that we truly, truly love. An icon in the podcasting world. (laughs) And we can get deep in the world of sports, specifically baseball, which is this time of year. So we talk about it with our good friend Dave Anthony. Did you have fun today, Dave? Uh... That's, and by the way, I'll take that from this That's son of a bitch. Compliment. That is a huge compliment. If you want to hear that level of enthusiasm on this podcast, listen to this week's episode of View from the Cheap Seats. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash press. It's a good deal. It's a good show. Hi, everybody. Hey, we're recording. It's me, Busy Phillips. We're in the same room. I did, I've had really bad lower back problems. And Mm -hmm. so yesterday I did yoga. I know, I saw your post. And I felt I was impressed. Awesome. Great. All day. Good. Last night I fell asleep on my stupid, gigantic, down... (laughs) No support couch, watching TV, and then I woke up at uh, six in the morning, couldn't move, and I'm sure it's from that goddamn couch. Well, maybe also I got to get rid of it. Well, maybe also from the yoga, <laughs> from the yoga, you might be sore. You might actually just not know what being like really sore is. No, this is the same kind of pain I was having before the yoga. It's like it's a nerve in my lower back. It's not sciatica either. I'm realizing because it doesn't go down my leg. It's just lower back, right above my tailbone and to the left. Have you gone to an acupuncturist yet? Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> oh God, you really are like. Yeah, it's all right. My nice weed pen got taken at Coachella. My <laughs> my rose gold one. Why? My fancy one. I don't know. The one. The lady was kind of just being a. She's just kind of being a bitch. Like, That's the perfect place for it. Yeah, and I got it in the other two days, no probs. And then, oh boy, here come my children. <laughs> We're trying to do this at my house. I, we should have come to your house. It's too close to bedtime. I'm like bumping up against like... What time do they go to bed? Well, ever since daylight savings. Oh, God. It's all a nightmare up there. I don't, a lot of this doesn't play on the I know the, the well, for those of up. you at home listening and you can't hear this my kids are currently upstairs crying um cricket goes to bed now around eight because daylight savings she's very confused about why she would go to bed if it's still light out which I can't blame her that doesn't way. make sense so we have to change her bedtime to eight but she's she gets up pretty late she doesn't sleep she doesn't she's not one of those kids that like goes to bed at eight and still wakes up at 6 a.m she'll like wake up <laughs> She'll wake up a little bit late. 
Anyway. Sinus surgery. I'm doing so it. So you're getting it. I'm doing it. I went and saw the sinus surgeon, guys, and, you know, it's just been a long road. Also, I was looking at some of this press. I've been doing so much press for I Feel Pretty. I hope you guys saw it last weekend. If you didn't, you can still see it. <laughs> still see it. But it really only counted last weekend, so fuck you if you didn't go. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm all over the place, guys. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Um, I was doing, you know, I was doing like the press junket for I Feel Pretty and I was doing like all kinds of press for it. And I, somebody posted to my Twitter, one of my interviews, like just the, the person who I did the interview with and I just clicked on it and watched a second of it. Cause you never know when you do stuff like that. And I sound so sick and nasally and it's crazy because I haven't, I felt fine or I thought I was feeling fine, Yeah, but I just don't sound good. So Anyway, I'm on day six right now of a pretty heavy dose of prednisone. Oh, steroids. Yeah. You and feel I, a difference? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Majorly. Um, I wouldn't say... I mean, it's definitely not 100% better. I mean, he was like, you should be feeling 100% better in three days on this prednisone. Not even a little bit. No. Like, I'm still not 100%. No. But he looked at me... So I went to the specialist. So I have my ENT doctor, Dr. Sugarman, who I've been going, going to for years, who has recommended that I go see a sinus surgeon for like the last at least 10 years has been telling me this. And I was always like the timing was bad. Like first I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to get surgery. Like no one wants to get surgery. I can always justify not getting surgery. But I also thought like that it was just like, a kind of thing where maybe if I just neti potted more, or I used <laughs> more Claritin or allergy medicine. Yes. Yeah. Like I didn't understand, which is what the sinus surgeon explained to me, that there is like something fundamentally deformed about my sinuses. What What is that? Do you know? I don't, we don't know. They're little or they're not formed right. And they, I probably have like polyps or something and you were and saying like the neti, the neti pot stuff wasn't even going into your sinuses. well that's what he said i was like what if i really commit to like a regimen of neti potting <laughs> and like i really commit to every morning neti potting and da 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 and he's yeah. like it's not gonna do a thing your neti the neti pot doesn't even get into your sinuses that's how blocked they are right he's like i i imagine you have a very reduced sense of smell i was like absolutely not i smell everything mm. i have like a very in tune sense yeah, of smell. I, I think I do too. But for whatever reason, and then when he went, he put a camera out my nose and he was like, well, that makes sense. Actually, the blockage starts after like where the smell is. That's <laughs> 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 not the technical term, whatever it was that he said. Yeah. But basically he was like looking at my cat scans. Cause I have several cat scans from the last many years. And he was just like, dude, I don't understand what is happening here. Why have you not gotten this surgery? And like, just, don't you want your life to be better? He's like, I, and then he was like, it was actually really interesting. He's like, you know, it's interesting. You're sitting here. I'm looking at this cat scan. I'm looking up your nose with the camera. You seem very <laughs> chill about this. And I was like, I do. And he's like, yeah, like people come in here and they're like, terrified. They're like in so much, like they can't handle it anymore. They can't deal with it anymore. Oh, yeah, and I was like, yeah. I don't know. I've just, this has just been my life since I was like 21 years old. I just assume yeah. this is like what it is Normal. to be a person. Yeah. Remember we talk, we talk about this on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Like I just assume that like what it is to be human is to feel massive amounts of pain in your head and your face all the time. 
<laughs> is that not is that not what other other people's I'm, experiences? No, I'm the same way. I'm you get to a point where you just function and you're like, this is how it is. I just assumed. Yeah. So he was like, well, no, and I could think we can really improve your life. I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram stories and I got multiple direct messages and um just straight up texts from people that I was friends with or friends of friends saying if if someone had told me I would have done this 10 years ago, it changed my life. It's like the greatest thing ever. Wow. Some people are telling me my friend Akiva is like your voice is going to change. Akiva said this? Yeah. Did he have the surgery? No, but I guess his good friend did. And he's like, his voice totally changed. Oh, Jesus. I know. I'm nervous about that. Like, this is my bread and butter. (laughs) (laughs) My face and my voice, Steve. Don't fuck with either. By the way, this is busy speaking right now. Um, Yeah. So there's a possibility, I guess, that my vocal, that my voice will change because I'll just have more room. There'll so are they space. basically, did he describe what they're doing? They're just roto-rootering out your That's sinuses? That's right. That's how I describe it. But he, it's orthoscopic and they go up in through your nose and like, you get put under <laughs> and I have to have like a pre, I have to be approved for surgery by my general physician within like 30 days of the surgery. So even though I just got, had that physical, I have to go back to her. I'm going back like the week before the surgery or two weeks before the surgery to get it all done. And I think they check your like heart and your lungs and your all that stuff. And then um, I get put under and it's outpatient. That's good. And he said that based on my sinuses and the CAT scans that he's looking at, he thinks the surgery will probably be two or three hours. (laughs) Okay. And it's done via your CAT scan via the computer. You know, it's like all. It's like autopilot. They course. just send something up there. Kind and of, I like, think so. I think it's and then all he goes done. And gets a coffee. I literally think it's all done through a computer at this yeah. point. He said the surgery is really, really good now. There's no packing. They don't pack Whoa, in your nose what? anymore. Yeah. He said we don't have to pack anymore. I don't even know. Are you serious? Yeah, but I don't even know how that's possible. But he, that's what he said to me. Because I was like, well, what's with the packing? And you get that removed and it's really painful. He's like, no, we don't even, we don't have to pack anymore. They must we don't cauterize do everything so, you know, it doesn't bleed. And then he said two, three days is really a bummer. And you're like super stuffy. Well, that's normal. And it's though, not, for... Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's not not great. And then after that, he's like, most people can return to work. And then you have like a month or two where you have like you're it's like inflamed and healing and it's not it's not going to be what it is. It's like not great. And then you pass that one month mark and you're you're in the home stretch. Is this the same surgery? You said AD Bryant had sinus surgery. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the same one? I don't know because I, I didn't get to see her in any of this stuff because um, she was working on SNL and stuff. So I didn't get to like really talk to her about it. But she did text or DM me. This is the greatest thing I ever did. You'll, you won't regret it. She was one wow. of the people that, that reached out. That's exciting then. I mean, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm nervous about it. I don't really want to have surgery. I'm like sure, not stoked on that. But at the same time, I guess what Dr. Wagama said is correct. Like I cannot. I, why am I continuing to live this way? Why have I lived this way for so long? 
Because you're just used to it. Because I was just used to it. I just thought this is what I deserved in life, I guess. I may have to go see your sinus guy. He was pretty dope. There's like Dr. Wu, Dr. Wagama, Dr. There's, I don't know. There's a bunch of the, these dudes in this practice that like they're the sinus surgeon specialists at Cedars. Wow. My friend Dar, I just saw at Coachella over the weekend. He's like, the surgery is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. You're going to like no flip shit. out. You're not going to believe it. I didn't realize so many people had this. Like really deformed sinuses or polyps or whatever. Oh, and then I like, I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, I think I'm going to do the surgery, mom. Like, I just, I feel like I've like reached, I don't think I've ever been better since the summer, since the Boston sinus so infection. Either. I don't yeah. think so either. I don't think I have. So it's like literally almost, almost a year of being sick with the sinuses in my head and the pressure and flying all over the place, constantly flying. And Sugarman's like, you got to stop flying if you want to get better. I was like, dude, I cannot stop flying. It is my job. Yeah. And he's like, well, then you're not going to get better. I'm like, well, all right. Well, let's come up with a different, <laughs> different <laughs> thought on that. But anyway, so I'm like telling my mom, I'm thinking I'm going to get the sinus surgery. And my mom's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, my dad had horrible uh, sinus problems and polyps. I believe he had the surgery in the 50s. I was like, oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, this would have been useful information. I have my mother's father's deformed sinuses your grandfather's sinuses i have my grandfather's sinuses my grandmother's eyes and my grandfather's sinuses that's so weird that they yeah i don't think i've ever had perfectly clear sinuses ever i i don't think so i always feel like i'm a little stuffy yeah i just feel like i think it makes me crazy but maybe I'll get the sinus surgery and I'll realize I just am legitimate. Like that the crazy is definitely something else. And <laughs> the two things are not related. But when, you're, when your head hurts all the time and you have that pressure, like before I started the steroids last week, actually it's not great right now, but it's okay. If I put my thumb right here on my eyebrow, my right eyebrow, it yep. hurt to the touch. Not even if you I, pressed it. I know that Like if you feeling, just yeah. touched it. It hurt. My face hurt. Yeah. Um, and I get that a lot. Or tapping it. Tapping it's not Ugh. not cool. For me, it's rarely the forehead sinuses. It's, it's always the ones in the cheekbone mm-hmm. that are the worst. Well, for he me. said my, my forehead sinuses are a real problem. He's like, that's where your real problem lies. I think Sarah Silverman doesn't have sinuses in her forehead. Oh, yeah, that's a possibility. It's just solid Some bone. Some people don't. That's weird. Maybe it's the cheekbones. I think it's the forehead, though. She's Two of her sinuses are missing. It could be the sphenoidal sinuses, which are the way back sinuses. Oh. Which that kid just died from. What? Yeah. Sphenoidal sinus infections are super serious because it's like right next to your brain or something. And like if the infection gets really terrible, it can start eating the bone. And oh. then it can like just the infection can just spread into your skull and and there was like a you know like a preteen kid or something that just died from a sinus infection. yeah died from a sinus infection i was on peoplemag.com <laughs> <laughs> i'm not we're not laughing about a child dying we're laughing because i'm obsessed with peoplemag.com i just found out i think i texted you this yesterday but uh a man in my neighborhood died Ugh. and just Melted. rotted in his house for two months. How was he old? Yeah. He Sad. died, had no family. 
I'm not sure what set it off. I'm assuming the smell and one of the neighbors Jesus, called. But, Jesus. Um, the fire department came, broke a window, went in, found his body. And this is not what I, I didn't tell you all this. They went in. His house was packed with guns, ammo, artillery, what? Uh, World War II shell cases. Oh How like old was this guy, bar- by the way? I don't know. Like, And so yesterday, I found all this out because uh, my friend Megan Nuringer, who's a comedian, <laughs> lives so in my neighborhood. Crazy. And she lives like 50 feet away. Was it o- in the news or anything? No. Yeah, yeah. She lives like 50 feet away from the house. And she came home yesterday. And I saw her stories. And she's like, the bomb squad is on my block there were all these bomb squad cars and they went into this house and they had to take all these old like world war ii bomb shells and grenades and all this shit and put them in like one of those boxes and detonate them i do not understand yeah that's so weird it's so creepy we um when we were looking to buy a house we like looked at this house that was in Los Feliz and it was so it was like very highly sought after it had never it hadn't been on the market in like I want to say like 45 or 50 years or something like that this guy had lived in it yeah and he had died and no one found him for months and he had like melted through the floor and so but like still because it's Los Angeles and real estate is like so intense here the place was like teeming with people the first day that it was open and there was just this giant square in the floor a stain it was a square no they cut the floor out they had to cut the floor out oh no my i wasn't God. yeah and we were wandering around it and i was like pregnant at the time with birdie and i was like could i overcome this like could i the house needed to be completely redone from top to bottom it hadn't been on the market in 50 years like it was like <laughs> There was like barely a kitchen. There was yeah, like, yeah. like very, it was like a beautiful old Spanish house from the 1920s in Los Feliz, but it was like just truly a wreck and was very inexpensive because A, the guy had died and melted and then B, <laughs> the... Like the Wicked Witch. I swear to God, that was what the realtor kept saying. She kept using the word melted. So then I got stuck in my head and I couldn't, melted. And I couldn't get it out. And they had to cut the. I mean, they literally had to cut the oh, yeah. floorboard it's, out. It's a problem. It's, it's not. It's actually a p- huge problem in Japan. Oh, jeez. And they they have a phrase for it. It's called kodakushi. I used to be obsessed with this. It's called kodakushi. Of course you did. And it translates. <laughs> of course you did. The American translation is lonely death. Yeah, yeah. And it's a huge problem. And so you're afraid of kodakushi. For yourself, it's not ideal, but. Uh, I feel like I have enough friends like like this podcast. If all of a sudden you're like, why isn't Steve calling me about doing the podcast? Right. Someone would check on me in, yeah. day, in days, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. But this is a thing in Japan where people are just, there's so many people there and they just die. And like you said, they they melt and there are like stains like oh, all yeah, over yeah. J- Japan. All over Japan, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Look up Kodakushi. I, pl- I would rather not. I don't think that that's something I need to Google right now in my life. I'll post something on Please don't. Instagram. Don't, I don't want to see any stains. You don't have to look at it. No, Please. it's not stains. It's right. just an article. Okay, fine. An article is fine. I don't want to like, I don't really, 
<laughs> I really can't get down for Lonely it. death. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. There's also it's that depressing. forest in Japan where everyone goes to kill themselves. I know. Well, that YouTube guy got into so much trouble there because yeah. he's a, an well, idiot. A real dope. A real YouTube star. I'm kind of fascinated with YouTube stars now. I've yeah. become like newly fascinated. I can't stop watching them. Like some of them. What? That's so. They make so much money. So much money, Steve. So and much money. They're like teenagers. Well, some of them are, yeah. And some of them are not. And then also, like, legitimately, Birdie and Cricket, I feel like, could make like $8 million a year doing sure. YouTube videos if I pimped them out. Sure. But it seems like too much work for me. And. I don't know, but like then I, then I don't know because I've like put them on my Instagram. They're already out there. They already exist. Maybe they should be making money for their college <laughs> education. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm, I've already done it to them like an idiot without right. any foresight in my fucking planning of anything that I ever do. Just like here it is, just, my life. You're just a proud parent. I am a proud parent, you're not, you're but not pimping them. At I all. I know, but. Like, yes, except now, you know, with my like, whatever amount of followers and whatever, it's like, I don't know, I'm feeling down on the whole thing right now. But I am sort of interested in YouTube stars. I think it's really interesting. Oh, by the way, my friend uh, Matt, seven years ago, speaking of people dying and melting, he wanted to take time away from L.A. and go somewhere to write. So he... He sublet a place in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh-huh. And uh, on the other side, he sublet his apartment in Koreatown. It's a really cool old building. I have a friend who lives in that same building right now. And so he sublet it to this guy who was like in his 60s, went to Santa Fe to do some writing. And after like just a few weeks, he got a call from the owner or the manager at his apartment building. They're like, um... You need to come back. The, the guy you sublet your apartment to died. And it was one of those things where someone smelled in no. the hallway. And he went back and there was just a stain oh, right God. on the floor. Like they didn't die in the bed or anything. Like he had a heart he attack. He just had a heart attack. And, and Matt was like, they never tell you what to do when someone dies in your house you or apartment. What are you supposed to do? There are companies that specialize in cleaning Right, there that. was that indie movie about this. Did we already talk about this Sunshine. on the podcast? We did, yeah. Because <laughs> my girlfriend followed that right. uh, crime scene cleaners. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, the cops don't do it for you. They like come and get no. the body, and then it's like, from there on, it's your problem. <laughs> so you have someone... He said it took him a while. Like it's God. Wait, something really weird happened at Coachella. I'm gonna change the subject. I don't want to talk about stains on the floor anymore. People melting. We had something crazy happen at Coachella. We were waiting for Beyonce. It was real tight quarters, real packed in there, and I wanted to get close and I got as close as I could. Uh-huh. And this girl was like it was like she was right behind us. She just like dropped to the ground, had a seizure for legitimately. We were like, like enough to like people cleared back. Someone screamed medic. There was no way any medic was getting in where we were. It was like, I want to say in total, 
the seizure was 12 seconds, she popped back up and like walked away. What? It was truly bonkers. And we all were like, okay. Like it was crazy. She was with her friend. She literally dropped to the ground, seized for like 10, 15 seconds and then popped up like nothing had happened and wandered away. And I was like, get your friend help. And like, of course, I'm sure they didn't get help. Like but like drugs. I guess so. But like I don't know. Or something. I don't know. I've, I did a lot of drugs in high school and like I've seen. Well, here's my daughter. Great. Um, you know, I don't know what that is. What are you doing, bird? Rocket pop. They're on the ground, bottom floor. <laughs> They're on the floor. They just fell out of the freezer. Okay, so is that what you want? All right. You is sissy almost ready for bed? Okay. <laughs> Tell her to yell down to me when she's ready. That's crazy. I know. I also saw your swarm of bees. Wait, how weird was that? Yeah. Scott Speedman dispersed a swarm of bees. How? He like bee whispered. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Birdie was watching my Instagram stories living vicariously over the weekend while I was at Coachella. With your curly hair? And while I was in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like my Instagram stories. All right, Bird, go upstairs. I always see bee swarms in the desert. Yeah. Every time I go to Joshua Killer bees. Tree. Huge. Um. So... Yeah, there was like a crazy swarm of bees. Scott jumped up. Everyone was running away from the bees. Scott yeah. ran to the bees, jumped up, made some sort of motion. I know. I know. Yeah, you shouldn't be at Coachella if you're allergic. You, you guys, it was fine. I didn't get stung by a bee. Do you carry an EpiPen? I don't anymore, no. But also, my doctor told me that a lot of times they just help. Okay, like I had a really severe reaction to a bee sting when I was a little kid, when I was a baby. And actually just posted that picture TBT last week with the big black eye. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. And I guess my whole face had swelled up and then that was the remnants of it. And so when that happens, the doctors just declare that you're allergic to bee stings and give you an EpiPen just in case you kind of are. They don't actually know if I am. Yeah. And so then I kind of just assumed... I don't know. And I, I had an EpiPen for a long time and I like definitely carried it Can around. Can you test for that at an allergist? I don't think so. I, I think it's just like, you just better hope you don't get stung near your neck. When I was a rock climbing instructor, <laughs> this Wait, is Wait, Birdie, did you know that? You know Birdie does rock climbing. Is that true? She's boulders. Where? Hollywood boulders. Oh, I, I've been there. That place is great. No way. Yeah, she's on a team. All right, Bert, it's the can best you go exercise. And let us finish this. Well, okay. Mark, can you help me here? <laughs> What's a Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig is a British cartoon that little kids like. Um, I was a rock climbing instructor at a summer camp, and one week we took the kids out to Joshua Tree because we were in the mountains of Idlewild which is above Palm Springs and so we went out to Palm, uh, Joshua Tree for three days and these were like 10 year old kids like birdies age yeah and we were climbing out in the middle of nowhere and it's just me and then like the 
counselors. So there's, and <laughs> I was like 22. <laughs> and then these counselors are like 18. And then like 20, 10 year olds. Jeez Louise. As and a mother, this makes me very uncomfortable. As an adult, it makes me uncomfortable thinking back like, oh my God, I wouldn't, what? Anyway, a little girl got bit by a red ant. Ooh. And went into anaphylactic <gasps> shock. Oh, shit. In the middle of nowhere. And um, like she was having trouble breathing. Someone's like, Steve, can you come here? And I went over and she was just like wheezing and like. Passing out? Almost passing out. And I was like, did she get stung by a bee? And someone goes, no, she said she got stung by a bit by an ant. And I go. I didn't I'm, even know you could do that. Get that. I just go. From I'm gonna ant. assume it's the same thing. And I was like, "Does anyone is anyone here allergic to bees?" And one kid's like, "I am. I have an EpiPen." I was like, "Give me the EpiPen." I had to give this little girl. You stabbed it in her leg. Yes. Holy shit! I had no choice. Right. Obviously. Was, obviously. But was it so crazy? Was like what happened? Ten miles from. Wait. What happened? Um. It seemed to stabilize her, but she was still just kind of. So then of you like, got her to the hospital. Put her in the back of my truck. Uh, no, the back of a van, the one of the vans that we took down there, and I drove the van and I made one of the counselors stay with her. Stay with her in the back of the van, and then the other counselor just had to stay with these kids out in the desert while I. What the hauled fuck ass, kind of camp is this? Hauled ass from... Is this camp uh, still in business? Still in business. Wow. I had to haul ass through Joshua Tree National Park, and the nearest hospital was in, I think, 29 Palms. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. And or like uh, urgent care or something. Got there, carried this little girl, ran with this little girl into the hospital, and uh, they got her checked in, and I think she stayed there overnight, but her parents, you know, they called her parents. Her parents came out, and they're like... Yeah, we knew she was allergic to bees. We forgot to pack her EpiPen. <laughs> so was it a bee or a red ant? She, maybe it was, it was a, a bee. It, yeah. it was an ant, if I remember correctly. I know, but maybe she didn't know. Maybe she thought it was an ant that was maybe. really a bee. Shit, that's crazy. Crazy. Well, all right. So maybe I am super allergic to bees. I like haven't gotten stung by a bee since I was a kid. And I don't know where my EpiPen is. <laughs> I like I, I maybe keep, I should get another prescription or at least for keep one. Benadryl with you that that helps. Yeah, I have Benadryl in my in my room. By the way, somebody commented in, or they sent an email. No, it was a comment on our Instagram about because I was raving about activated charcoal helping my diary when I had the flu a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so someone was like, uh, you may want to mention that it's not good if you're on birth control it might cancel it out oh so, really i didn't know that you may so is that true did you look it up i didn't look it up well you're not a doctor so <laughs> i am no doctor why would you but you should um, maybe ask your doctor if you're a woman who's on activated if you're a woman charcoal. who's on birth control actually if you're on any medication if, fucking anything i mention you should ask your doctor <laughs> doctor first um yeah let's check it out How's your back feeling? It activated charcoal right. may counteract birth control. Boom. Your gray ice cream looks so trendy on Instagram, sure. But if you want your birth control to work, you probably shouldn't eat it. That's really funny. <laughs> what? That's like some, I don't know, some, some, 
Yeah, some do bullshit. overdoing it on activated charcoal could make certain medications less effective. I'm glad I didn't. I had this photo shoot today, and I was feeling super bloated from um, Coachella's because I ate like everything that was available to me. It's really a. It's really. I don't know if you know this, Steve. It's really a food and music festival. Not just a music festival anymore. It's really a food and music festival, I and also there, art. There's like a lot of art, I went like there really in cool art. That was the only time I've been. You know that I went to the very first Coachella. What year was very that? Very first. 99? Is that? Wow. Yeah, 90, 98 or 99. It's been that long, huh? Yeah. Um, How was then, Beyonce? She was awesome. Are you kidding? I did panic, though. I got claustrophobic, and then I had to, we had to get out. That happened to, to me out. when uh, I was at the Coachella in 2007. Just like Beyonce was a lot. Like, and we were not... It was not like I was in any sort of special viewing area. It was like just in the throngs of people and crowds. That's and also the best time to leave Coachella. Is when the everybody's crowd watching. is just concentrated right there. There were just so many people the whole weekend, the whole time. Yeah. There was like, it was, it's a lot. Was it hot? Yeah, it was super hot. You know, I've, it's not as hot as it's been in years past or I have felt in years past. You know, I've gone... Every single year for the last 13 years straight. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, Mark says it's his favorite holiday. <laughs> he doesn't celebrate anything but but Coachella. He loves it. That's crazy. Do you I guys know. get VIP? We get like, yeah, we have like the artist guest passes. That's the only so way to go. we can go around back and like nicer bathrooms. We can go into like the art, like where the artist compound is. Yeah. And we go with the same group of friends that we've gone with for, well, Mark's gone with them for 15 years. I joined 13 years ago. Um, and so like we get a really nice house with a pool and like we've got, yeah, we've gone every year. I went when I was pregnant with Birdie. I went when Birdie was a baby and brought her and a babysitter and like <laughs> didn't bring her to the show. She was, I see people with like babies and kids there and I'm just like, and that seems son. terrible. Yeah. Like really unpleasant. I saw somebody in your story that I can't remember who now, but I was like, Josh he... Myers, Rob Benedict, Josh. Yeah, it was Josh. So the I, I know Coachella crew is like Rob Benedict, who you may have heard on episode three of We're right. No Docs, the stroke um, episode. stroke episode. Face. The episode's called Face. Um, Josh Myers, who's on the show Red Oaks, and I know other things. Mackenzie was Mackenzie. Mackenzie, yeah. how do you know Mackenzie? Through my friend Allie. And horse, so that's horse riding? How, what's that? They're horse girls. No, no. they're just friends. And oh. that's how I know Josh is through Mackenzie. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. So his girlfriend, this girl Molly, who's one of my friends for many years, who was like Mark's assistant like 17 Whoa. years ago. And then they were roommates for a bit. And she's a friend. Devin. Do you know Devin Barry? No. What I mean, like, why am I telling you guys this? This is the literally the worst podcast. Oh yeah, I ever. also said I'm going to start calling you Busy P from now. I didn't get to meet. I didn't get to meet the DJ Busy P because I guess it was his birthday and he was partying it up and like I couldn't track him down. Coachella's tough. I like it's interesting. In years past, I've like really hung deep with people, but this year was not about oh, hanging. Geez. It was like more like just going from tent to tent to stage to stage to seeing people play and then eating like the greatest cheeseburger I've ever had in my life from Hi Ho Burger which is actually in Santa Monica Hi Ho? Hi Ho Burger it was uh. started in Ojai and it was like the greatest I remember going to Ojai and people talking about this burger and I'm like come on how great can it be and I went and sure enough it's the best 
and then they closed the one in Ojai and opened it in Santa Monica. But like it may as oh well God. be in Ojai because I'm check it out. not driving to Santa Monica. You know what I mean? They should have a truck. Well, that's exactly right. That but is one hundred percent. They must they have at no, Coachella. And uh, no, they had like a little stand. Oh God! Um, Get a truck if you have a hit restaurant. So High Ho Burger was delicious, and then we ate Gorilla Tacos, which has a, the Gorilla Taco truck. Yeah, they had a stand. Yeah. So we ate tacos. So had nachos now. from this place called Delphine's, which is in the Silver Lake Farmer's Market always. They do the pupusas. You know that place? You're making me so hungry. Well, those yeah, nachos yeah. were amazing. Yeah. And then I ate Kazunori from the Sugarfish oh, yeah. people. Yeah. It, but Kazunori is the hand roll place downtown. Yeah. You guys, is this interesting for you? If you're ever in L.A., to? you should look up these places. Kazunori. Yes, yeah, so I ate Kazunori. I ate some delicious vegan cookie business. I don't even understand. I don't know what that was. That was fine. And then um, Kismet did a pop-up. It was like a real stacked deck of food. And then I started the Whole30 yesterday. Because because of your weekend or you just wanted to? I just like a little bit because I've had so much inflammation clearly from the sinuses and everything the last few months. I thought that leading up to surgery, maybe it would be a good idea to get my body feeling like as uninflamed as possible. I would maybe focus on then dairy Getting rid of dairy for that. Right, but Whole30 is like an anti-inflammation diet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's part of the whole thing. So there's no dairy, no wheat, gluten, grains, no sugar, all the things that cause no soy. vegetables. Yeah, you can use like aminos and coconut aminos and stuff. But yeah, it's like good, you know, I think it'll be good for me to get uninflamed. No alcohol. (laughs) I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink this month in preparation. Sober April. Ugh, Wait, May, sounds what terrible. are we going into? It's almost May, know. May next week. I don't know. I'm exhausted. I'm just so tired and it's like not ever ending for me. It never ends, right? It never ends. Being an d- adult never, well, I guess it does end eventually. It but. does. Like and you melt in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lay when I'm dying, lay in a funny position. So my, my stain looks, they're like, what the fuck was he doing? How is he? I don't understand the stain. It looks like he was running sideways on the floor from something. Oh, that's Steve. A joker to the end. That would make me so genuinely, that would genuinely make me laugh if that. Happen. I'll give you the spare key so you can be the one that finds I my body. I do not want to be the one to find your body, please. I don't think we'll I do, can handle it. We'll do a uh, uh, like a, a giveaway on the show or something. Like we'll give my spare keys to some lucky <laughs> listener. <laughs> when I, the time comes, I'm gonna put the die. call out on social media, and you have to show up. Find him. Hey, you guys, no episode this week. Someone go check on. Someone needs to go check. <laughs> I get to fly from Milwaukee to find a dead body. (laughs) So insane. I went, oh, Hmm. I texted you from set last week, but I I went to do a movie in Atlanta (laughs) (laughs) the day I get to set. 
I'm super excited because my friend's directing it and James Gunn's producing it and like Elizabeth Banks is in it and everyone's so cool. I'm so excited to get to Atlanta <laughs> and I, I get to set. And I see my friend Dave who's directing it and he he looks miserable and I go, hey, how's it going? And he's like, I feel a little nauseous. He goes, I think I took my medication this morning without food. I'm feeling a little nauseous. I'll be fine, though. No. An hour later, projectile vomiting. No. 103 fever. The medic's like, you have the flu. Clearly, you have the flu. You have to leave set. The director, you have to leave set. What happens when that happens with a director? I think generally they would shut down for a day or two. Right. But... Luckily, James Gunn, who's producing it and who directed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies... He's a big director, James Gunn. ...was on set. He's in Atlanta right now, and he stepped in for two days and directed. So I guess if you have to have so, somebody come in, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. You know, I've only ever called out of work one time. I was guest starring on Angie Tribeca, just because I thought it would be fun. I'm friends sure. with Rashida and those guys and, yeah. like, whatever. It's a funny show. And I got the stomach flu... And I just, I was like, I wouldn't do this. I would power through. But the fact is that you're walking onto a set with 200 people. Close and quarters, you're in too. super close quarters. And I was just like, I don't want to be responsible for taking down an entire set yeah. of people. Yeah. And they had, they rearranged the schedule and like I shot it another day. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what, my yeah. friend Andre's in that. She's the... Andre Vermeule and she's the uh, like the she plays the the coroner. Very very funny show. I literally have never watched it. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> I never even saw that. It's so funny. And Bobby Cannavale's on this season. He is, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that's crazy. My week, my whole week was. And then now, was everyone sick? Nobody got sick. That's weird. that is so crazy. But then that's shooting... food poisoning. That's not stomach flu. No, because it was like no, that's food poisoning, dude. Because if had... no one else gets it, he had a fever. You can get the bacterial. You get a fever from food poisoning. I'm gonna look it up right now. I know I'm not a doctor, but his I'm girl, positive. his girlfriend I... who was doing wardrobe, did not get sick, and she was eating the same stuff as him. All right, listen. Can you do? Can you get a fever? For the flavor of a Pringles. Food poisoning is the third thing that comes up. Yeah, fever. All of it. You get it You get it all. Here's what I'm saying. If nobody else... That stomach flu, like what we had this winter yeah. when, when I thought I was dying in Mexico and then we went and we gave it to literally every person that saw us, like laid eyes on us. <laughs> That's right. Within a week, got that that stomach but flu. But that was like neurovirus, right? That, that was, was like a, it was a stomach nasty flu. stomach flu. No, food poisoning is really common. Foodborne illness is very common and it can cause a fever and chills and all of the horrible things because the bacteria is like trying to get out of your system. It, I, I'm telling you. I feel you, like they tested him though. You're making this up. Now. No, I'm not <laughs> making this shit. Believe me, as someone who is on that set and completely terrified every it day. It's crazy that no one else got it. I, I agree, but they immediately slapped. Uh, he was, he was wearing the rest of the time. Once he came back after he'd been on Tamiflu and everything, he was on B twelve injections and IVs, and he had one of those surgical masks. masks and it's a cool look. And just everyone was just 
on edge the whole time. Okay. It makes it a little less fun. I think Mark's <laughs> sick right now. Uh oh, bye. Steve left the house. <laughs> is he? I think he's sick, like yeah. Cold? I think he's like pretending like he's not. And I think he is. He's like, it's allergies. Oh. It's like it's just from being in the desert. It's from Coachella. But like Scott's Speedman and his girlfriend were really sick. And do Maybe you think that I call him Scott Speedman? I've been friends with him for like <laughs> thirteen years and I call him by his There first are some and last people name. you do that with though. Me, personally. Yeah, I call my agent Lori Bartlett. <laughs> Always. I say it to her face. I'm like, Lori Bartlett, what are you doing? Yeah, there. I, I have certain friends. Julie like, Darmody. Yeah. Who else? Some uh, people, you just see them and you're like, Ben Acker. Yeah, yeah Ben Acker yeah. is a good a good example. Yeah, I do that with... Well, anyway, Speedman's one of them that I do that with. But anyway, they were sick. They had some sort of cold, something going on. I don't know. Yeah. And... Mark has not been well. The it's last famous last words of denial is like, I think it's allergies. God, I went on a date with this guy years and years and years ago. Like, <laughs> well, it's like, must have been like 15 years ago. And he and I had like, we had like hooked up when we were like 19 or something like that. And then like, didn't see each other for a few, several years. I had a boyfriend and ran into each other at a party. I was single and we went out and that whole night he was like sniffling and being weird. Like he was sick. He was clearly yeah. sick. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, are you sick? And he's like, no, no, I'm not sick. I just, I have really bad allergies. It's just like crazy allergies <laughs> and whatever. And at the end of the night, fully made out with him. Like he like kissed me and I was like, and I always was like, when I was single, like I just would never not kiss someone if they like <laughs> leaned over to kiss me. You know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah. all right, well we're doing this, I guess, you know? <laughs> And <laughs> so, guys, a lot of you really missed an opportunity because <laughs> should have gone to Loyola. I mean, I was really just like, no. Um, and that is so true, though, about me. Anyway, um, and uh, the next morning, I woke up, and it wasn't like I was a little sick. I had strep throat. Like fully strep throat. I never called him again. He called me and I never called him back and I never went out with him again. I was so angry. I couldn't even like face how angry I was at him for giving me strep throat. Yeah. Like it was insane. I've been there where you want to kiss someone so bad that you'd lie. But I would, but about... I would never be like, yeah, it's just allergy. I, I would just be like, but also it was like, I'm not like it was a first date. Like I didn't, <laughs> You know, like I didn't like he could have just been like, I actually don't feel well. I think he should have just called in six. Yeah, yeah, he should have called in. Maybe I guess he didn't want to. I don't know. This is actually tough, I guess. I guess this is tough in the in the dating rules of life. But I was so angry about that strep throat that I never, never spoke to him again. (laughs) So it didn't work out well. (laughs) That's huge, though. Strep throat. It was huge. Josh Jackson also gave me strep throat once when I was on Dawson's from Creek. shooting. Yeah, he was super sick. We were filming a scene where I was we were like making out in my dorm room bed, and I remember in the middle of the take. This is not in my book, guys. This is just a story for you. He sneezed so violently. You know, like when someone has one of those sneezes where like all the yell. fucking shit comes out of there, and it like landed on me. Like on my, not on my face or anything, like on my body. Feel it, well, yeah. no, it was like a glob of like 
of like snot like projected out of his like onto my whatever pants or something and i was just like oh brother but there was nothing i could do like it's work it's a it's a hazard of what we do we had to like do this scene where we were kissing and like he was yeah and i flew home to Arizona, I think it was for Thanksgiving break the next day. Sick. Landed. I ended up having to go to urgent care, getting, you know, getting antibiotics. I had like strep throat and like was so sick. And I knew it was from him for making out with him. I mean, also maybe though, now that I'm thinking about it, I did fly the next day. So it's possible. I don't know, man. A hard sneeze feels like, like that. It feels like, like I remember, like this has been like almost 20 years. Yeah. I remember the sneeze. It left you an impression, I mean? literally. It really did. It was like hard. One of those hard sneezes. Like just like filled with gunk and disgustingness. I, this is so gross, but I once in college, <laughs> me and some friends went, there's a place near on your way out to... Palm Springs. You're like always out there. Near the San Bernardino Mountains called Oak Glen. And it's a place where they, it's apple orchards. And during tourist season, like tons of people go and pick apples. I've never done that. And there's all these great restaurants that serve like cool apple pies. And so me and my friends went there one year. And it, it was, there was a little bit of snow on the ground. And we go into this place. We're like, oh, let's get some chili. And uh, the person serving the chili had a no. really bad cough. No, I hate it. I hate it. And I hate I was it. Like, I hate it. I hate it. I still got the I chili. Hate it. And I was like, they wouldn't cough into the chili, of right? Of course they would cough into the fucking chili. Are go, you out of your mind? And I was like, I was like 20. I was like, I'm probably going to be fine. Jesus. Sick as a dog. This the, makes the me next so day. disturbed. Also, friends of mine who've worked in the restaurant industry do say that like you, in back to foodborne illnesses, you do want to be careful with like, soups and chilies and things in restaurants because they if they don't keep it hot enough that bacteria just grows and you will yeah you will get ill so that's why we have a friend mark's friend jared always whenever we're in any restaurant he'll order the soup extra hot oh (laughs) or just take it home and no he literally will be at a restaurant he'll be like i'll have the um i'll have the soup of the day but extra hot please and i assume they just like put it in the microwave and nuke it or something but Always comes steaming. I read an article just a couple <laughs> days ago about how often you should clean certain things in your house, like sponges. towels, sponges. Microwave your sponges, guys. I didn't know that. I just throw them out and get new ones. I didn't know oh, you, no, can you can just microwave them. Microwave yeah, them. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, I am a mother, so I should know these things. I was like, oh, this also, is you can dope. throw them in your uh, dishwasher too to clean them. And actually, the best way to do it. To put it, run it through your dishwasher uh-huh. and then microwave it. Microwave it. It has to be wet to microwave it, guys. Don't start fires. <laughs> Research it. It has to be yeah, wet. I didn't know that. Yeah, it has to be wet. Um, and don't put a sponge that has any sort of like scrubby metal on it. Right. That would be Yeah, stupid, not, don't use an guys. SOS pad in <laughs> guys, your microwave. Don't, don't be an idiot. Google it. Google this shit. Ask your doctors. Don't trust us. We don't know anything. We're not doctors. (laughs) All right. All right. We're done. I have to go put my kids. Yeah, we're done. Oh, also, I mean, I'll I'll post this on the uh, Instagram, but there's no live show on the third. I fucked up, guys. I really fucked up. Busy double booked. Majorly double booked. And I guess Meg Ryan takes precedence. I'm so (laughs) 
I'm so sorry. We'll Here's, just reschedule it. We have to reschedule it. I'm really sorry. It's my fault, obviously. Maybe I'm going to get an assistant soon. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say, I, I don't want to get all those emails again. <laughs> it's in my contract for my thing. I'm going to... I oh, can't. That, I can't announce the thing, but it's in the. Oh, I know. There. I think I know what the thing is. You know the thing, but I'm getting an assistant. Beautiful. Things I don't know gonna, who it's going to be. Things are going to run smoothly from here on out. You know what? That's the hope, Steve. Is that things are just going to run smoothly? I'm going to get an assistant. I'm going to get <sighs> sinus surgery. When is the sinus surgery? May 21st. I'm so scared. I, I know think- it's just the word surgery f- fucking sucks, but. You're going to be stoked afterwards, I think. I hope I'm okay. Just like, you know, obviously my biggest fear is dying. By the way, second biopsy results? Oh, yeah. Finally (laughs) got them. I finally got the second biopsy. It's fine. Clear. (laughs) It's all clear. I think we were all assuming No cancer. I was was assuming that it was fine because the first one was fine. But still, it took forever to get the second one. And then, yeah, it's no big deal. I do need to go back to my doctor sometime in June and have a second um, thyroid ultrasound to see what's going on with these nodules. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe do some more blood work to see what's going on with my levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess it's I guess it's okay. And who knows if like all this inflammation is related? I don't know. But I'm going to talk to my friend Jenny Mullen. I don't know if you follow her on Twitter. She's been my friend since well, we've gone to school together since like fifth grade. But oh, I don't know that. Oh, yeah. She grew up in Arizona. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she, if you follow her on Instagram, you know she's having some severe thyroid issues postpartum with her second baby. She, her hormones and thyroid are all out of whack and she's lost a ton of weight and is like very, very skinny and not well and like really concerned. And I think that she has a thyroid disease. Um, they think she has Graves disease, which I looked up and I think is manageable. Actually, I think Barbara Bush had that. Oh, um, I think you're right. But, uh, she's going to talk, I'm going to get her to talk to us about it. Cause I want to, I want to know what she has to say. Well, there, there's something to, uh, look forward to. Fo- uh, I have a, another root canal on Thursday. Oh, good for you. Uh, one of my silver fillings has been deteriorating folks if you had silver fillings as a kid you may want to look into getting those replaced because they fall apart but you're also not supposed to like i wouldn't want silver in my mouth no or in my head you know what i mean back in the day that's what they did so we'll have an update next time um Um, that's it that's it busy all we got we knocked this one out of the park we got Sorry it's been so many, like, feel like it's been like two months since I've done one of these with you. have been busy, busy. I've been really busy. I know. And um, I'm still really busy, but I'm going to try to make time for this. Cool. All right. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. Because we're, no, we're doctors. no doctors. Bye. Bye. It's a good show. Hey, everyone. It's me, Steve. AG. You know. <laughs> I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, we're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. Uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise. But uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio. Believe me, we uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like. Um 
ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey. Um, cause currently podcasting is still kind of like the wild west. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and, uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and, uh, fill it out. Help, help a brother out. All right. <laughs> Thanks guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. (laughs) That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons... It's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's Like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a, girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. I help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> 